your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Wednesday, September 15th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Ramondo Velez from PantherParkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You can also email me at LockedOnFLAPanthers at gmail.com. You can also follow the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark and the national show Locked On NHL anywhere you listen to podcasts. So this past weekend, the Florida Panthers had their developmental camp going on at the Panthers Ice Den in Coral Springs, Florida, just a few weeks before the start of the NHL season. Training camp starts in a couple weeks. As of this recording, I'm recording this on Tuesday night, September 14th. We are a month away from puck drop between the Florida Panthers and the Pittsburgh Penguins. So for this episode, we decided to bring in somebody who was there in person for the developmental camp to give us their perspective on what they saw from the Cats prospects here as they get ready to hopefully, for some of them, make the team and make an impact uh, throughout the organization. So in this episode, we brought in Doug Plagans, the radio voice of the Florida Panthers in this episode. And great conversation that I had with Doug. Very nice guy. And he is as nice as he sounds on the TV broadcast. So it was an honor to have him on the show. And I hope that you guys enjoy this episode that I recorded with Doug Plagans, the radio voice of the Florida Panthers. So now let's get into that conversation. All right, now welcoming into this episode of the Locked On Florida Panther podcast is a voice that you, the Florida Panther fan, is very familiar with. It is the radio play-by-play announcer of the Florida Panthers. It is Doug Plagans. How are you, Doug? Doing great. Thanks very much for having me. And uh, I know uh, I'm excited. I can't wait to get this new season going. I know you're excited. I hope everybody out there is excited because we've got a heck of a hockey team here in South Florida. Definitely. And um, I've been preaching all off season about how this is going to be a season of growth and a season that is building off from last, which I said a lot of the time that this was a run it back kind of mentality with a little bit additions. So I want to get your thoughts on the off season for the cat. Well, I think, as you said, last season was kind of a foundational season. The way I look at it, you saw the progress that the team made. 
you had a lot of guys really turn the corner. And last year, you had a lot of new faces come into the lineup, new faces that have kind of become staples now here very quickly. And a lot of new guys that were brought in by the general manager, Bill Zito, with last year being his first season in that position. Uh, you know, a lot of guys that really came in and made immediate impacts. And you look at the team going into this year and, you know, building off off what really worked last season. The team was emerged as a contender last year. And I think anybody would look at the way things uh, things shook out in the in the playoffs last year between the Panthers, Tampa Bay, Carolina going into the playoffs last year. I mean, he had three teams coming out of one division. All three thought that they had a shot to win the whole thing last year, and they all did. Uh, those were three of the best teams in the National Hockey League. Unfortunately, you knew that uh, just due to the formatting and the way things were going to shake out, one of those teams wasn't going to be around after round one. Unfortunately, that was the Panthers who had that matchup with Tampa Bay. Uh, and of course, they gave the Lightning everything they could handle. I think the Panthers gave the Lightning, the, even though the Islanders series against Tampa Bay did go seven games. I think just because of how tightly played, we all watched that series. We know how close it truly was. It's not just a cliche when you say that, you know, that series really could have gone either way, a couple of bounces one way or the other. That could have been the Panthers moving on past the Tampa Bay Lightning in that series. I think anybody looked at that. Joel Quenville said as much after the series ended that even though it was difficult to take the defeat, there was a lot of valuable experience that was that was accumulated by everybody across the board throughout that series against Tampa Bay. No doubt there's going to be a hunger with this team when the season starts. You can already sense it. And, uh, and of course, some tweaks to the roster that have been made throughout the offseason show that this team, you know, they, they know they're a contender. And they uh, brought in, uh, you know, made a couple of key tweaks in the offseason to really solidify themselves as a contender. Not only for this year, folks, this is a Panthers team that's going to be in the mix making runs at division titles, at conference titles, and at the Stanley Cup for the next number of years here. It's a really exciting time to be a Panthers fan here in South Florida. And again, uh, it was a team that was loaded up last season and has really strengthened itself going into this coming season. Absolutely. And the one thing I talk about a lot is term when it comes to the contract. So a lot of these contracts in these next few off season you can allow some of these players to become ufas into order to like reload and put more of the complementary pieces around so you're not so cap strapped for like a long term period of time for the cats so that's the one thing i like most about what bill zito has done in the last two off seasons but we're in the time that the season's about to begin so now the Panther development camp has just wrapped up. This was the last day of it. And you had the opportunity to be at the Panthers ice den in Coral Springs um, just this past weekend. And you mentioned three players specifically that you've been looking forward to on the last episode of Territory Talk. Um, you mentioned John Ludwig, um, Evan Noss, and Paul Schwitt. Um, as far as like those three players and and many and others that impressed you, who are those players that impressed you? And how what were your overall impressions about what happened at development camp this past weekend? 
Well, it was, it's been a, it's been a great camp and there's always an excitement to development camp. You can sense it from the players coming in here for a number of guys. It's, you know, for a lot of guys at development camp, it's the first time that uh, outside of the draft, it's the first time a lot of guys throw the, throw the Panthers Jersey on. And it is the first time a lot of guys throw the Panthers Jersey on in any capacity is, is at development camp. We saw a great tempo and we saw we saw physicality at, uh, at development camp. And it, just in terms of hearing from everybody who spoke to the media over the course of the last few days, I mean, we, we heard from uh, Justin Sordiff and, and we heard from Logan Hutsko today and we heard from Spencer Knight yesterday. We heard from, uh, from Gregory Campbell, uh, who's the Panthers uh, VP of uh, player personnel and, uh, and development. We heard from him today. And he was really happy with everything he saw. The players have all been very, very excited and very happy with, uh, with the way everything went. It's also a chance to not only try to make an impression on the ice, but for a lot of guys, it's a chance to bond, a chance to build chemistry. They were doing things like, like paddleboarding. A lot of them uh, talked a lot about that yesterday and just getting to enjoy South Florida. And there's a lot of teaching that's involved in development camp with guys, you know, learning, uh, uh, what it takes to be a professional and being able to observe a lot of different things. And, um, you know, just uh, all the, the different coaches that are out there to be able to, to give pointers to these guys. It's just such a, a valuable experience for, for everybody who's involved. Um, and, you know, obviously there were certain, certain big names that fans are familiar with who are out there, guys like Spencer Knight and Grigori Denisenko. And you could, you could see the speed in those guys just hearing from, from Spencer Knight yesterday. I mean, it's the same thing that's always impressed me about him from the time he was drafted right after he was chosen in the first round, a couple of years back, he hopped on the radio with Randy Moeller and I, and you could just sense the calmness and the composure and the way that Spencer Knight thinks the game. And, and he's going about this. It's just, uh, you know, it's part of the process of getting ready for the season, part of ramping up, part of getting himself to where he wants to be. And, um, you know, with all the talent that he has and with what we saw him do last season, he still approaches every time on the ice as, you know, I'm, I'm going to go out there and, and I'm going to prove that, uh, you know, he wants to go out there and prove that, uh, that, you know, he, that he belongs. And, uh, and, you know, that's why that's part of what makes just part of what makes him, uh, you know, a guy that's got such a, a bright future, but just to go up and down the, the lineup, it was, it was, it was really fun to watch. There was a lot of, there was a lot of good speed and, uh, and again, a lot of tempo. And I don't know if that's, you know, maybe it looked a little different because this is kind of part of the process ramping up toward a season. A lot of times in the past, typically when we're in a conventional calendar, development camps happen in the middle of the summer. They happen, you know, sort of right after the draft, things like that. But in this case, this season, it's happening in September and it's kind of a, a precursor to training camp for, uh, for a lot of these guys. And I think because of that, you're starting to see that intensity ramp up a little bit more. And, uh, and we were able to take away a lot, uh, you know, from, from watching that, but really you just see the speed and you just, it, it shows you just how much depth and how much talent has been accumulated, uh, you know, by Bill Zito and the Panthers front office. Definitely. And I thought the paddleboarding uh, was awesome. I thought the, the quote from Spencer Knight was great because I had an episode a few weeks ago talking about um, how Spencer Knight is mature behind, beyond his years. But that was at the time that he was talking about learning behind Bobrovsky. Personally, for me, I don't think that there's a reason to believe that he won't make the roster. However, it's great to see that this guy is just as humble as can be, and he's approaching every single day 
that he's like, I got to earn it. Even though, like, he was just the last goalie standing for the Florida Panthers just last season um, in the first round of the playoffs. So, and he still has his approach at 20 years old. And, like, you, you, this, this gives me in the press, in the impression that the Florida Panthers are, are in good hands when it comes to the goalie situation, not only on the ice, but as far as like offense, the maturity level, the approach and all that. Yeah, it's been really, it's been really fun to see it take place. And, uh, you know, it's going to be, you know, if, if Sergei Bobrovsky, Spencer Knight, that's a, a great tandem. And of course, you've got the, the goaltending excellence department that the Panthers have established over the course of, uh, of the last year. And, uh, and the fact that, you know, the fact that uh, Spencer Knight as a, as a resource uh, could, uh, could bounce things off Roberto Luongo anytime he has a question. I mean, that's not, uh, not a bad resource to have certainly either. And, mm-hmm. you know, Panthers goalie coach, Rob Tallis, and, and they always do such a, such a great job bringing these guys along, but yeah, it, Spencer is such a, such an impressive guy and such a calm guy. And, um, you know, we all saw it in the, the last season, there was about a, a 24 hour window or so, where he was the talk of, uh, of the entire hockey world and the calmness with which he handled that. I mean, I mentioned it on territory talk a week or so ago, but let's not forget that he turned 20 back in April. Uh, when I was 20, uh, you know, spring turning 20, the, I was just excited that I was going to get to have my car on campus next year. Uh, Spencer Knight, uh, dealing with, dealing with the pressure of being a pro athlete. We saw how well he was able to handle it at such a young age. Uh, as you said, the, the Panthers and goaltending in, in great hands uh, for a long time into the future. All right, hockey fans, now I'm going to give you the inside track on fantasy hockey. It's Fantrack. Fantrack's free NHL Fantasy Hockey League Manager is the most customizable, easy to use, and feature-rich platform in the industry. Sign up for free today, and as a special offer for Locked On Panther fans, you'll be entered to win an official NHL-signed Nathan McKinnon jersey. Simply go to Fantrax.com slash locked on to sign up. The top dynasty fantasy hockey platform in the industry, Fantrax, is the most customizable fantasy platform offering the greatest fantasy experience for your dynasty, keeper, redraft, and best ballings. Go deep with the ultimate keeper and dynasty league. Create a simple redraft league or even a customizable best ball league with up to 2,000 teams. Coming from another service, Fantrax can import any of your current leagues and customize if needed. Ever have a trade go wrong or make a mistake in dropping a player? If you've had leagues in Yahoo or ESPN, migrate to Fantrax for a better experience. Fantrax Commissioner's tools allow you to undo any move with one simple click. Among the most trusted names in fantasy sports since 2008, offering hockey, football, baseball, basketball, college basketball, college football, golf, soccer, and NASCAR. If there's anything lacking in your current fantasy league manager, Fantrack likely has it. Fantasy sports doesn't sleep and neither does Fantrack. With seasons running 365 days a year, there's a reason why fantasy players who try Fantrack make it the permanent home for all their fantasy leagues. Again, sign up for free and be entered to win an official NHL signed Nathan McKinnon jersey. Simply go to Fantrax.com slash locked on and sign up today. That's Fantrax.com 
slash locked on fan track, the home of fantasy sports. Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch all the games live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff? Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible devices required. Content varies by package. All right. So I want to play a little game with you uh, of over under. All right. So here are a few questions. Right off the bat. Rounds that the Florida Panthers will win this season over under 0.5. What are you thinking? Over or under? Round rounds in the playoffs? Yeah, 0.5. Yeah, 0.5. What are you taking the over or the over? Under? The over or the under? Over. Uh, and how many rounds? All the way. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Alexander Barkov season his career high is 35 so i'm going to set the over under at 35.5 are you over or under or under he's going to score 40 this year 40 okay games for alexander barkov to break ole okanen's record and for some context for the listener is equals away from breaking the record so the over under for games to do it, five point five over or under. To score eight. To score eight to break it. To score eight to break it, I was gonna say eight goals out of the gate. Um, you know, I'd say I could see it happening in the first ten games. Okay, so you're gonna go with over. over. Yep. Okay. Over seems to be a theme here. <laughs> All right. So one thing I talked about uh, in the offseason is the split between Spencer Knight and Sergey Bobrovsky. I said that it could be possibly a 50-50 time period, maybe a 60-40 uh, between Bobrovsky and – in favor of Bobrovsky, excuse me, because he's a $10 million man. So games that Spencer Knight will start. I have the over at, excuse the over under at 40.5. Are you taking the over or under? I could see slightly under. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think, like you said, I think the, I think the 60, 40 is good. And you know why that's good. First of all, again, let's not, and Hey, if, if he gets hot and goes on a roll and they ride the hot hand, totally understand. But at the same time, um, let's not forget, he just turned, just turned 20 in April. Uh, he's got a ton of hockey ahead of him to still play. And, you know, in, in college hockey, 
you're not playing 82 game seasons. So there, you know, this is still a young guy that you want to bring along. And at the same time, when you get to playoff time, uh, you know, Sergei Bobrovsky, Spencer Knight, we've seen teams, you, you want to have both guys fresh when you get to playoff time, because this Panthers team, it's not an, if they're going to make the playoffs, I'm a firm believer. And it's when they get to the playoffs, you want to have everybody fresh. You don't want to have either guy. Uh, you know, feeling at all run down when you get to the playoffs. I think it's a healthy situation for the Panthers that you have two world-class goaltenders that you could go to on any given night. It's going to be a luxury for this team. And because of that, they're going to get to the playoffs with two fresh goaltenders. That's a good way of looking at it. I I like that one. All right. So betting lines, betonline.ag, which is the sponsor of this uh, show, has the point total for the Florida Panthers at 102.5 102.5 for the listener the previous high for the florida panthers was at 103 in 2016 doug plagans are you taking over or under at 102.5 points i'm taking the over how many they will the panthers will have 100 and 107 points this year Mm-hmm. I think the Panthers are going to finish in the top two in their division. I think it's going to be a tight race, but uh, I think the Panthers. I think the Panthers ultimately prevail in the Atlantic. And that could possibly mean that they do not meet the Tampa Bay Lightning in round one. So that's so that could be a big. I think I think we're going to see the old Lightning Leafs first round matchup as the 2-3 in some order. And maybe uh yeah. versus the wild card team wild card. or Toronto possibly one or Boston or Boston. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. This last one is uh for uh comedic reasons. I'm going to say the over under first before I ask the question. 0.5 is the over under. And the question is, the amount of times Doug Plagans will eat soup in the 2021-22 season? For the first time on this show today, I'm taking the under. I will not (laughs) eat soup. I have no interest in eating soup. I don't want my food floating in hot water. And uh, I had a bad incident in the winter of 96. I am not eating soup anytime soon. I don't think it'll ever happen again. Uh, I don't don't think I'm ever going to eat soup again in my life. (laughs) <laughs> partially because I don't want to partially because I'm having too much fun and I got to keep this whole thing going. Got gotcha. too much material. Gotcha. I mean, it's entertaining. Uh, I, people are tweeting at you about it. People are, so might as well keep it going while you're at it. If I go and eat soup, then it doesn't matter anymore. But as long as I keep not eating soup, it's a topic of conversation. The, the conversation will end if once you do so. Honestly. So for, so for you, I, uh, I recommend for you to not eat it, so to keep it going. <laughs> there won't be any soup consumed. You don't have to worry about me. For the record, I could be at a table with like 20 other people all eating soup. It doesn't bother me. I'm just personally not going to eat the soup. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer? Choosing only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. 
Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest price possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are, are reliably low and are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you are missing out. There's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. You want to know what my flavor, favorite flavor is of these selections? It's the cookies and cream. What? Cookies and cream, anything, ice cream, goat bars, any anything cookies and cream related. Why not? It's a very obvious choice. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box and you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Four to five grams of sugar and only four to five net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. There's also the grasshopper cookie flavor which is like the classic Thin Mint Cookie. All the flavor without all the sugar with 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only five grams of sugar. Order today and you'll get the Grasshopper Cookie or the Raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the US track and field team. Isn't that great? So go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 over at built.com. So let's talk about a topic that I'm I admire every time you talk about on Twitter. Um, is And it's your love for rock music, specifically for metal. And I myself am a metalhead and uh i want to talk about like your your interest like who are the groups that you happen to see in person live the who i've seen in person yeah well i i will say that in when times are normal um going to festivals in the off season i mean that's pretty much what my calendar revolves around is you know when can i get to this one when can i get to this what bands am i going to see here um, you know, I've been to 
uh, I've, so if you were to look at like, what am I listening to on a given day, you could probably mm -hmm. take any Vans warp Tour lineup from any year. And that's probably what the playlist kind of looks like. Um, I've been, I'd been to 34 Vans warp Tour dates in my life. Obviously it doesn't exist anymore, but between 2002 and 2019, I went to 34 dates. Um, so a lot of the stuff that I got into early was the punk rock stuff, you know, anything from Pennywise and Rancid to Less Than Jake to No Effects to, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and as, as time went on, I started getting into a lot of the heavier stuff and the Warp Tour got heavier as well. Mm -hmm. And that was where I found out about a lot of these bands. And I remember in the mid 2000s, um, because I was like into all the ska and punk music that the Warp Tour was built on, like Goldfinger and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I remember in the mid 2000s, I, I remember hearing Atreyu for the first time, the old Atreyu stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, wow, what is this? This is nuts. And like got into Atreyu and then um, Avenged Sevenfold and, uh, you know, as time's gone on, I, I love Kill Switch Engage and I've gotten to be friends with, uh, with J Justin, the drummer there, uh, wow. for Kill Switch Engage. He's actually a big Panthers fan. So, um, yeah, I've gotten to, gotten to know him and it's, it's been really cool. I had a chance to see them, uh, a number of times over the years. Um, you know, really, really, I really like Hatebreed. They're another band that I listen to at the gym. They're like my go-to gym band, uh, Pantera and you know a lot of the older stuff like I love Metallica obviously um you know I feel like I feel like that's a lot of people's gateway into yeah. into heavy music is Metallica and I'm I'm no different in that regard uh so I mean there's just so much so much cool stuff uh out there and that's one of my favorite things is just finding new bands and and now that shows are coming back I actually just uh recently just about a week ago saw um Beartooth and Wage War at revolution in uh, in fort lauderdale which was an awesome show i can't even count how many times i've seen Beartooth over the years anymore mm. um i it has to be close to 10 times now that i've seen that band mm. since since about 2014 um with some of the other ones like parkway drive i just think is mm. parkway drive's just so awesome uh, i've had a chance to see them a lot uh over the years too um yeah there's just so much cool stuff out there and going to shows in, in a way it's like the Warp Tour disappeared, so a lot of what used to make me learn about new bands was who was I going to be seeing on that summer's Warp Tour, and I'd go do the research because I like to I like to find out who the new bands are. I like to find who my next new favorite band is going to be. Um, and then you know over the last you know year and a half or so, we haven't had a chance to really go to go to shows much until right now. They're kind of picking back up, and it's great to see. But uh, when when you go out to shows, you you know, there's the band you're going to see, but there's also the two or three bands on the undercard that you might not know as much about. And you hop on Spotify or wherever you listen and you, you might see, well, okay, what's this band all about? What do they do? What do they have? And maybe that's a band that you're going to like. It'll make you want to get to the show early to see them. So, um, yeah, so, you know, it's, it's something that's always been a passion of mine. It's just, um, you know, digging into the music and okay. I like, I like Kill Switch Engage and I like Atreyu. So, you know, who are similar artists? Okay. Mm -hmm. Then I, I like this band and you know, who are other bands on this label? I might like them too. And that's just always something that I've done. It keeps me up way too late at night because it's so easy to just keep surfing YouTube or Spotify to, to listen to music. But, uh, but I just, it's, it's a, it's something that, uh, again, it's uh, a pastime of mine.
Absolutely. And only been to Revolution Live once to, at that venue, that great venue, uh, to see Hailstorm. We saw them at um, Arkham Park at Fort Rock, the one and only year it was there. Um, so quick, a few rapid fire questions because I like Atreyu as well. Do you like the current Atreyu without their former frontman and now the drummer as the frontman? Or do you like the old stuff on that one? I, I like it, but you just cannot beat the, like, you know, the curse era, mm-hmm. Death Grip, Death on, Grip yesterday on Yesterday era. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like, you just can't, you, you can't beat that era of Atreyu. I, I had a chance to see that era of Atreyu a, a few times, and still one of the best shows I've ever been to in my life was the 2008 Taste of Chaos tour. I saw it at Kobo Arena in Detroit, and it was Avenged Sevenfold, Bullet for My Valentine, Atreyu, and Bless the Fall. And it was like, that was just one of the best shows I've ever seen. It was, you know, Avenged Sevenfold um, when the Rev was still with us. And, um, you know, I've always loved Bullet for My Valentine as well. Uh, And it was like Atreyu, as far as I'm concerned, at the top of their game, it was like the lead sales paper anchor era Atreyu and I've always I've always been a big Bless the Fall fan too whether regardless of who the lead singer was but uh but yeah that was that show was I'll always remember that was one of the best shows I've ever been to and uh saw Atreyu at the top of their game I said I saw that Atreyu that era of Atreyu as well um I saw a show at the rave in Milwaukee and it was Atreyu Every time I die in Chiodos, when Chiodos was like just coming out and really making waves, and it was that was a really cool show too. And and from first to last was supposed to be on the bill, but they had to pull off because of uh, their singer, Sonny, who went on to become Skrillex, had uh, I think had a, a vocal issue and had to pull out. They had to pull off of some shows, but uh, but yeah, that was that was also like that band like again that was like a gateway band into some of the really heavy stuff that i listen to today all right one more um the question before we get out of here howard or jesse when it comes to kill switch engage tell you what it is a tough call because you know what's interesting is when a band first of all the unique situation here is you had kill switch engage burst onto the scene with Jesse and really develop a dedicated fan base with with Jesse. My last then Howard name. came in and they had big success with Howard. And then, you know, and then Jesse came back and Jesse performs the Howard songs great. I'm not sure if you've had a chance to see him live, but Jesse performs the Howard songs great. They obviously had really good early stuff with Jesse that fans want to hear. And they put out as like the stuff they put out since Jesse has returned is just awesome to be on. And, and then the, I'm sure you've heard the signal fire, which was, or a signal fire, which is the song that obviously Jesse fronts it, but Howard is featured on it. It came out uh, in the last couple of years. It's, it's really, for me, it's a, it's a total toss up because I think that the, the band rarely when a band changes vocalists, rarely does a band not lose any steam whatsoever and they managed through you know going from one singer to a new singer back to the previous singer to just keep the thing going i mean it's as far as i'm concerned they've never lost a step 
I think it's a it's a tie. I think it's a push. I think okay. they're I think I they're both that. awesome. And again, Jesse can perform the Howard songs great, and they both vocalists are responsible for, as far as I'm concerned, iconic Killswitch Engage songs. So, I you know they're I I, I just I gotta go with a it's a push. I think that that's fair. Uh, luckily, Killswitch is, uh, Engage isn't on the level, at least in my opinion, of uh, Three Days Grace. Uh, the current version of Three Days Grace. I can't l- listen to the new version of them. So, but so you're a saint. You're a saint. A Sonia guy is what you're telling me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I, I can only listen to the old uh, of that one. But anyways, Doug, I want to thank you for coming on to this episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. For my listeners, tell them where they could find you online and your work. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Doug Plagans. You can find me on Instagram at Doug Plagans. Uh, you know, you can find us on uh, on the radio doing every Panthers game on uh, on 560 The Joe and our great affiliates. And obviously, we have we always have cool stuff going on Territory Talk, FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk. Jameson Olive and I have new episodes uh, each and every Wednesday. So uh, subscribe, be on the lookout for those and uh, lots of other cool stuff at FloridaPanthers.com. And um, once the season kicks in, we'll have the uh, the weekly Panthers Insider Show every Saturday morning at, uh, at 9 a.m. on 560 The Joe and, and on our affiliates as well. So uh, so be on the lookout for that. But uh, lots of fun stuff, and, uh, and it all goes hand-in-hand hand with what should be a really fun Panthers season coming up here. I'm definitely looking forward to it, and I want to thank you so much once again. Thanks so much for having me. Anytime. And thank you once again to Doug Plagans, the radio play-by-play voice of your Florida Panthers for coming on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast to discuss developmental camp, his thoughts on the offseason, where he thinks the Florida Panthers will land, and all the individual player accolades that could happen for the Florida Panthers this coming season as it we are preparing for hopefully another special season for the cat in sunrise florida so thank you once again to doug plagans for coming on the show and he is welcome anytime on the show so if you like what you're hearing please subscribe to the podcast so be notified every single time the lockdown florida panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed make sure to subscribe to locked on nhl and the cross check nhl show with andrew berkshire and mary clark will be covering all the off-season activities around the National Hockey League. And when you're done listening to this episode of Locked On Panthers, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Bets. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling's. Get daily picks, blog specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Locked of the Day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag. Wherever get podcast Dr. Armando Velez with Doug Plagan and you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast part of the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day <laughs>